everybody. Welcome to the Marvel Super Awesome Super Show. I am Creech. I'm John. And today we're going to talk about... Oh. I was going to say, boy, howdy. Do we have a probably the biggest thing to talk about. <laughs> what is that? No Way Home. Oh, that right. Yeah. Masterpiece of a movie. Uh... Yeah, uh, I... Andrew? Spy. Hello, can you, you hear me? You broke up Hello? There. Hello? We're breaking Hello? up? No. Okay, I can hear you now, at least. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> don't know um, what happened there. I don't know. Maybe Mom's Wi-Fi is just not good enough. Yeah. Anyways. I, uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so No Way Home, um, fantastic movie. Very glad I watched the other Spider Mans before it because it it just made it better. Watching did you it that watch? Way. Did you watch all the Spider Man movies, or did you just watch the first ones? The first one of each, just because Mom wanted to be in bed by nine each night, so we only got the first one of each one in. That's unfortunate. Um, I only watched the first, uh, I only watched the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Um, but I remembered the Andrew Garfield ones. Um, I, I actually, so, usually we're kind of disorganized with this, Andrew. Mm -hmm. So I had an idea for this one. I think first we should talk about our general thoughts about the movie and then we start at the beginning of the movie and work our way to the end, talking about different things that happened and thoughts and theories and whatnot. General thoughts? Mm-hmm. So, like, what did you think of Spider-Man, Andrew? Uh, I thought it was a pretty good Marvel movie. Um, I... Really liked a lot of the stuff they did. I felt like the pacing after we see Doc Ock and Green Goblin for the first time, I felt like the pacing and everything after that, up until the um, the big fight scene at the end, felt like the pacing in that middle bit was kind of boring. Um, it just felt like we were just kind of hanging out um, and that there wasn't much happening. And But I do think that other than that, it was very well done as far as a lot of the integration between everything and kind of how, like what it sets up or how it develops Spider-Man as a character um, Tom Holland, Spider-Man, that is, okay. and how what it what it does for him and how it creates him. So, all right, I have a different opinion than you. I think this is the best Spider-Man movie. Period. Oh no, I definitely. Think, I th I think my my general thoughts on this movie are that this movie is better than. Then Endgame, 
I think this movie is the best MCU movie they've ever done. And they've also... They, they got... They, they figured out what they needed in the movie. I don't think there was one bit that I would change in this movie. At all. I... It's, um... I, I think this is a this is the the moment that we get a Spider-Man who's a kid to Spider-Man who's a comic Spider-Man. A Spider-Man who's the Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield of Spider-Man. The, the one who has loss and is is still a kid, but he's also dealing with these grown-up things now. I think this is the movie for that transformation. Um, I agree with that. I agree with your take that uh, it's better than Endgame. Mm-hmm. Um, that being because- said, Endgame is not... I think Endgame's probably my number five now. Um, oh. yeah, my, my order of movies is kind of, my top is what most people would put their top movie, which is Winter Soldier. Um, a lot of people agree with that. Uh, but I've got, I've got some weird ones in there just cause I like, I'm a, I, I really like Dr. Strange when we do our, we're going to do a. 12 days of Marvel Christmas and we're going to be releasing our top 12 movies each. Um, but I think that's, uh, you guys will kind of see where everything fits in there for me, but yeah, it it is a, it is a good movie. I just, I can't, I can't hold it as like the best of the best because it, there's a lot of fan service that Endgame does. Well, and, and I mean, there were just... Well, the, yeah. how, how I see it is, they did Endgame to do fan service to say, look what we did in these last 10 years. No Way Home, they didn't do fan service, but it was still a... What's the word? It was still a tribute to the last 20 years of Spider-Man. Yeah. Without it feeling like, oh, hee hee hee. Remember this? Remember this? I mean, they had a few lines, but it was all like char- in-character moments. Like when um, when William Defoe's Green Goblin said, I'm somewhat of a scientist myself. Mm-hmm. He literally says that to Peter. So it's like, it's just in his vernacular to say that again. Not like a poke fun of, oops, do you remember when we did this? Huh? Yeah. Definitely. Oh. I I, th- I think it was well done. Um, but let, let's kind of walk through the whole yeah. movie. Uh, so we start off with the literally end of uh, Far From Home. Right. And we're going through all that. And... I think it was really cool how they showed 
I'm trying to think immediately immediately after that they cut they go to they go back to school essentially. Right? There there's no there's some time. They because before they go back to school, we get the one of the most important things to happen in the MCU, which is Charlie freaking Cox coming back as the Daredevil. Oh, right. Devil yeah. of Hell's yeah. Kitchen. <laughs> Literally, I saw that. You can ask Michelle. Well, you could ask her, but she's asleep right now. I was cheering and ecstatic. I called it in one of our Hawkeye um, videos. I don't remember which one. I think it was episode four, three or four. Mm-hmm. I said that Charlie Cox is probably going to come back in No Way Home. Yeah, you said that after in episode four. Yeah. And I, when I said that, it was more like, I hope so, but I'm not. I, how MJ says, expect disappointment and you'll never be disappointed. Mm-hmm. So I was saying that, thinking I, like, this isn't going to happen. Uh, so that line, I think one of my problems was with this movie was that I feel like I was expecting so much because a lot of this was hyped up. And then it just fell through. What like, part? In, in comparison to... Like, I, I don't really, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, your expectations were so much yes. higher than what they... Yes. Okay. And part of that, Andrew, is because with... It, it's marketing. They, they did a good job marketing the movie and making people excited. Because as I was saying, bef- I was saying this to Michelle as we were leaving the theater... What they did with Spider-Man is different than what they did with Eternals and Shang-Chi and Black Widow. Those movies were to set up plot points, not really tell their story, right? Black Widow was to set up, oh, Yelena needs to kill, uh, what's-his-face, uh, Clint. Uh, Shang-Chi was like, uh... Well, Shang-Chi was different. Shang-Chi was a good, was a decent origin story. But it was also to say, oh, these ten rings, what are they? Um, and, like, set up that, a new character in the world. Eternals was literally, oh, big cosmic bad guy. We, you're going to have to deal with that, Avengers or whoever. Whereas this movie had a story to tell. <laughs> it, even though it per- pushes forward the greater MCU um, to Multiverse Madness, it instead, it also, like, focuses on the story, which is Peter Parker learning that with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. Indeed. (laughs) Sorry, I, I don't... <laughs> I I yes, I agree that that's that's kind of how the the movie went about all of that. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and th- and that makes sense kind of like why I felt 
on, I don't even want to say underwhelmed, like, I, I, I don't know, like, why my expectations were so high and kind of misled my judgment of the movie, but, um, okay, so after Charlie Cox, um, I feel like we didn't talk enough about him, but that's fine. Well, I mean, what, what, what more is there to talk about? Oh my god, he's there? What does this mean for the MCU if all the Netflix okay. shows are canon? You can't say all the Netflix shows are canon just because one... Nope. I I like, I like could see Daredevil being canon. I haven't seen it, but like, Andrew. that's fair. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is the one where I'm kind of like, that's where things get dicey if we're well, saying Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is canon. I did not say Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was canon. I said the Netflix shows are canon. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was Marvel Television's on ABC. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> um, I'm saying Jessica Jones. Um, Iron Fist. No, not Iron Robin Fist. Chris. What is that? It is Iron, Iron Fist? Yeah, the, okay. the Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Punisher, all these shows. Canon. I mean, that's the only explanation I think we have. Is that we finally have, like, these events from the, the, the shows that are now canon. We have Rand Enterprise. We have, um, what else do we have? That's a big one. We have Punisher. He's around. We have... Um... God, Jessica Jones? I... I would not be surprised if Jessica Jones ends up in She-Hulk. I know you don't know anything about Jessica Jones, Andrew. No, I do not. Basically, she's a private eye who has, um, super strength. It's really it. Um, and when she was younger, she was mind-controlled by this man called Kilgrave, or the Purple Man. Um, and she has PTSD from that. Um, it's a, Jessica Jones is one of my favorite of the shows. I, I'm beyond excited for what them, because, like, part of me thought, at least with Hawkeye, right? Spoiler for Hawkeye. I, we, we see Hawk, uh, um, the Kingpin, and it's the same actor as the one in Daredevil, Vincent something. Um, and my first thought was, ooh. The uh, Marvel or the Netflix shows are now part of the MCU. Then I took a second. And I was like, "Well, wait, no, it could just be him reprising his role. He's just a he is a kingpin. He's just this guy." But because we see Charlie Cox's Daredevil already with his heightened um, powers, that could be just something that they're they're throwing away or could be them saying yes everything in the netflix shows are canon 
See, we already have Daredevil with his powers. I mean, it's one character, like two characters' appearances, does not mean that it's kin. No, but be- the fact that um, Matt Murdock has the heightened senses does. No. Yes. N- not not that all of them are canon. You can't. You can't. Like Marvel to. will have to. You can't assume it, Darwin. Marvel will have to come out and say it. You have like, not, Andrew. Andrew, you haven't seen all the Daredevil shows, or or the Defenders move or show at all, because Daredevil is canon. That means all the events from Daredevil one, two, three happened. Correct. No. Well, you you can't you can't assume because it's the same character until Marvel comes out and says yes like that is part of the like it is part of the MCU like they can use the same actors but it just be different like they can have those same actors but be like oh no that is not part of the MCU we'll see but, like I- it very much could be, but we can't just be like, oh, this happened, so we have to assume, yes, it is, and all the other Marvel or uh, Netflix shows are in it. Like, we, we can be like, that'd be really cool. Like, I really hope it is. I can't wait for Marvel to say, hey, yes, it is. But by assuming it is just right off the back with those two character appearances, I think it leads to kind of similar to the Mephisto stuff. Like, everyone, with how WandaVision was coming out, they are like, oh my goodness, Mephisto's in play, Mephisto's in play. And, again, creating that false sense of, like, what is going to be, just because of the hints of that. I think because of the Mephisto situation, Marvel now knows that they can't just, like, leave us on too much of, like, a... Like, hey, leave it up to your imagination as to what's coming next. So it's very likely that at least Daredevil is involved in there is in the MCU as far as like the Daredevil show being canon. But I think Marvel will really have to come out and say that it is, or we get like flashbacks of it within something, you know? I'm so I'm just going to say this to you, Andrew. How, or pose this question, the same week that we are introduced to Kingpin, the archenemy of Netflix Daredevil throughout all three seasons, Yes. Marvel yes. shows us Daredevil. Correct. I mean, doesn't it just, I don't know, feel... Oh, it, hold on. is Aren't these all based off of comic books showing? And Andrew, I'm assuming within the comic book... In the comic book, Spider-Man is Kingpin's biggest enemy. But it is, I'm assuming there's a comic where Daredevil and Kingpin are enemies? Hell, Andrew. At some <laughs> point, everyone's an enemy of someone. So, so that's that's what what I'm trying to get to is like yes, like I I get what you're saying. With we have both of 
them appearing at once. But that can't you can't just assume that because they both appear that like ah yes that entire show is canon until Marvel says that like you can't just assume that. Well, we've only gotten through like the first ten minutes of the movie. <laughs> because you have the stupidest of takes. I'm I'm this is the hill I'm dying on, Andrew. I want That's you to know fine. That. John, you usually are wrong. I just want to point that out. <laughs> really? Cuz uh re- Cause my you, record hold on. says you, you no, you did Daredevil not think MCU. that Kingpin was no, but you didn't think Kingpin was showing up. All right. Well, yeah, I was wrong about that. <laughs> so, I was right about Daredevil being in the MCU. So uh Yeah, because they announced that Charlie Cox was going to be playing uh, Matt Murdock. Yeah, they said in, at some point. And then I said, it's probably in Spider-Man. Yeah, which is fair. <laughs> like, you, you made a very good guess. And, like, not even guess. You made a very good, what is that word? Um, association. Mm-hmm. But, like... It is probably true that the Daredevil series is like canon in MCU, but we can't assume it until they say it. Like we can theory, we can theorize because like after I watch Daredevil, we can theorize and talk all about it and be like, oh, what if it does this, 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 and this? But we can't be like, oh, it definitely is part of it. Like with what everyone kind of did with Mephisto. Like that's that's where I just keep going back to is just because of how much. I think there's a huge difference, though, because Mephisto, they, it looked like hints of Mephisto, and when they introduced WandaVision, they're like, this is a mystery show. This is literally <laughs> Kingpin. Same power set. Same person. Yes. And Daredevil. I just, I think it's different because we actually get to see them. We actually get to say, oh, I see these same characters. And the other part of it is, remember with WandaVision, this is throwing something back in your face. WandaVision, we get um, the Fox Quicksilver guy. Yeah. Right? Um, us the audience are like, oh my god, multiverse. Ends up being Ralph Boner. Hmm. And, um, all of us fans were disappointed. I, I wasn't. Marvel's, I thought it was hilarious. I, it was, okay. But you set something up for a mystery, like, how did he get here? This, this, this. And it ends up being, oh, Magic, magic, boner joke. Like, the difference, Marvel saw that and they're like, mm, we're going to do a mystery thing again. We need to do, we might need to do a better job. Especially when we show a character that is from something else. It adds to confusion. Unless we directly call out. Unless it 
literally is that character. The fact that Matt Burdock was able to grab the brick before Spider-Man, I just think that shows that he has his powers, that he has fought with the hand, that Elektra is out in the world somewhere, that uh, he had the moments with the Defenders. Is there anything else about Daredevil you want to spoil for me? <laughs> hold up, hold up. We're talking about the hand really early on with Daredevil. And Elektra is also mentioned pretty early on. Well, I mean, you did spoil the ending for me. What? That Kingpin gets put in jail. Gets out. He always gets out. You said at the end he was put in jail. And then that the, the blip is what got him out. Oh, that's my guess, yeah. Which, I, guess I, I don't know if I you listen to... Well, we'll, we'll talk about... I, I think we need to move on from yeah. this because I've not seen Daredevil and we clearly both have very different Opinion. opinions that we're hard stuck on. Yeah. And I'm sure all of our listeners have stopped listening by now because... <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry about that, listeners. So, what's next? Um, so then Spider-Man goes to school. I like how they... Yep. And he, I, I liked how they had, he, they showed like the crappy parts of him being out and like famous, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's still a kid. That's, that's like the, the biggest problem, like not the problem, but like, that's why Spider-Man chose to have a secret identity. Yeah. It's because he's a kid. He has so much that he has to do. He has so much that he... Well, and, like, look look at Ronin. Like, Hawkeye makes it very obvious that it's like, you don't want ties to your family. Right. Because what happens, you're going to lose them if, like, the bad guy knows who your family is. Right. But... On the other side of that, we had Iron Man, right? Where Tony Stark says, I am Iron Man. Everyone knows that him and Pepper are a thing. Well, hold on. danger a couple times. But the difference is Iron Man has the powers in his suit to protect Pepper. Yeah, he's got a massive schlong. And that's just like what saves Iron Man, you know? That's why he can do that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Same with a lot of these other heroes that have powers and strength it's yeah. the, the fact that they, their powers and their responsibilities day to day are not as intense as saying spider-man spider-man has to go to school for eight hours a day yep he's gotta do his you know spider-man stuff um he can't protect aunt may if uh if the rhino decides, oh, let me uh, capture Aunt May and kill her. Mm-hmm. We actually kind of see that in the first, in 
Sam Raimi's Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. You know? Spider-Man's mm-hmm. off saving, or he's doing something. I think he was at school or or he was out like with, um, what's her face? MJ? And then uh, Green Goblin attacks his home and hurts Aunt May. So, it it shows kind of like, you know, that's why Spider-Man's always had his identity. It's because yeah. he had too much shit to do in order to <laughs> constantly protect the ones he loves. Yep. Okay, so after the school scene, mm-hmm. um, we get them not getting into... Uh, the schools they want to get into. Yep. Obviously, that's just kind of how it is. Um, it sucks. And then we get to Spider-Man go try, you know, chasing down. Uh, Doctor Strange. No, no. Yep. Not yet. No, he goes. He ha- He first goes to Doctor Strange. Says. Oh right! Hi. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um. Listen, sir, and then you yep. don't call me sir. We say the world together. Call me Steven. Or, you don't have to call me sir. Alright, Steven. It's weird, but alright. Um, so then we get the they, spell, and the spell messes up because Peter just wants to keep changing it. Yep, because he wants to have everything, and yet is it, and that's like the big thing in the movie he spider-man's a hero well you have it, to sacrifice something as a hero but he it's, hasn't it's the very simple you can't have your cake and eat it too yep um and as a hero you definitely can't have it and eat it too so yeah i thought it was funny how dr strange was just like you dumbass you didn't mm-hmm. You didn't even try to like plead your case. He's like, "Oh yeah, no." Well, it's like, to be- why do that when I can do superhero stuff? Well, hold up, hold up, hold up, Andrew. When you were seventeen, eighteen, applying to colleges, mm-hmm. if you didn't, let's say, theoretically, you didn't get into any of the colleges you applied to, what would you have done? Oh, <gasps> uh, um, well, if it was because of like. Something publicly I did. Like, let's say... Um, let's say, like, I didn't get into a school of music because they saw that I... I don't even know. Like, yeah, I don't know what handle. could be. But sure. yeah, then... I don't know. I'd ask my mom what I should do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Again, that's not something that we kid like kids would have yeah, been like, no. yeah, that's the first thing we do. Um, no, definitely. But I, I think him going straight to Doctor Strange and being like, I need a spell, like it sh- it still shows the immaturity of him. Right. And yeah. th- there's also like this thing I mean, call it what you will. 
I think that the the college um, application system is confusing um, because I didn't know I could have. I mean, doesn't say on the the letters when you don't get into schools that you can appeal your case. Mm-hmm. You know. So, I think it's one of those like oh. Like there's there's kind of this secondhand jab at like oh, if you really knew about school systems, you would know that your next steps would be to appeal. But sad for you. Um. But after that, it then leads into the uh, bridge scene. Yep. Where I I think it was really cool how the nano tech suit goes onto uh, Doc Ock's arms, mm-hmm. and he can kind of take over that. Um, yeah, that was really clever from the filmmakers, and also like. With Otto being the first that he sees, and the first that he saves, eventually, it makes him, towards the end, that more believable, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, he does that, and then, like, he fights Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. And then Green Goblin shows up, but then he straight up just gets teleported by Strange, right? Yep, portaled away. Yeah. Um, and then we're told multiverse. It's crazy. We gotta yeah. capture all the bad guys. Here, let me enhance your suit for you with magic. And then yeah. we have the magic web slinger, which is pretty cool. And I, hmm? I think it was done poorly though as to in Spider Man Homecoming. Right. We see all the like crazy stuff that Tony added into his suit. Remember? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, like the 500-something different webs that he right. can shoot, right? Yep. But I feel like we never see those again. Yep, because... So they, they do a very good job of showing it, like, kind of minimalistically. Yeah, that, like, like, he doesn't have access to... To the Stark network, because all of these Stark assets are being seized because of the um, attacking London. See, but I still feel like, yeah. So, so they're they're trying to show us a story, and we as the audience are tying it together. We see, oh, hey, Sark Sark networks offline. That makes sense as to why he can't use all the things, why he doesn't get Friday, why nothing's really working, other than the things that are you know programmed on the suit itself. For sure. Um, 
also part of it feels like from like the story writer's perspective they had to they want at the end right we know where spider-man goes at the end he is more of a grounded spider-man who has to fend for himself right very much like episode or spider-man 2 and 3 toby Maguire. right he has to pay rent live on his own etc 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 and it's way more grounded because he's got to make his own suit. He's got to do this, this, and this. So if we start off the story with a Spider-Man who's who already has lost those cool functionalities that he used to have, then it's going to make the next time we see Spider-Man, who doesn't have all his stuff, a little bit more like, oh yeah, that's right, all of that happened. It's not weird that he just all of a sudden doesn't have all these cool technologies on his suit. Yeah, that that's that's fair. Um, I think it would have been. So I don't really remember. Like I know this is kind of like going on to the next scene where Electro and Sandman. Yep. Um, I don't really remember. Spider-Man 3 with Sandman. I really don't remember 2 either. (laughs) Um, But, like, I definitely remember the way that Flint was acting around Peter Parker, or really around Spider-Man, because he didn't realize it was a different Peter yet. Um, But he was, like, very much acting like a friend. Yeah. Like, so... So, right at the end of Spider-Man 3, mm -hmm. towards the end, Sandman realizes that he's been a monster. Okay. And that he should help Spider-Man save the city from Venom. Yes. So he ends up sacrificing himself in Spider-Man 3 to save the world. Right? That's that's the, the basis. So he helps out Spider-Man. Um, and then he dies. Game over. Gotcha. That's, yeah. Um, and then uh, another reason why there's like this you know, camaraderie between the two is because they also explain in Spider-Man 3 that uh, the guy who killed um, uh, Uncle Ben was Sandman. And so once he realizes that, he's like, oh no, I'm a bad guy. So. Yeah. Gotcha. Um. I thought it was cool how Sandman helped with fighting Electro, mm-hmm. and then, um, he instant. Uh, Spider-Man didn't put them in the 
prison, did he? He put Electro oh, in the prison. And then Sandman was put in by Strange, well, correct? Nope. nope. No? Sandman was also put in by Spider-Man. Because he was like, whoa, what just happened? Did you just kill him? I don't trust yeah. you anymore. And Spider-Man's like, sorry. Okay, that's like, what ah. happened. Yeah. yeah. Alright. And then... Then they're like, alright, one more. And he gets a phone call from Aunt May saying, hey, found your green goblin friend. Yep. And it's um, Green Goblin before all that. Or, like, kind of... Because basically, um, Norman has uh, multiple personality disorder. He's both Green Goblin yeah. and... And so he's, like... He's the humble, scared Norman. He's like, what's, what's happening? I... I there's no Oscorp. There's my family's gone. My son. What's happened? Someone else is living in my house. Um, yep. And that's when Aunt May's like, "Oh, we should save these people instead of sending them home." Um, and that kind of rings out in his ears. And so then he takes uh, him home or to the sanctum. And Doctor Strange is all is like, all right, let's um, let's do this. Send yep. them all home. And Spider-Man is like, well, second thoughts. That's when we have the best superhero versus superhero battle. I think we've ever had. I agree. It because, was really, really, really well done, especially yep. in the mirror dimension. I don't mean like the, the choreography. I mean the conflict, the fight. Because we've we've had civil war, right? And while there was conflicting ideals, in the end it became, "You killed my mom. I am just mad at you, and I want to get this anger out." Right. Mm hmm. This was so much more just a conflict of ideals, and like two two sides of a coin. Or two sides that are both right in some sense. We have Spider-Man, who's saying, we should help everyone we can, no matter who they are. I don't want to send them back to their deaths, because that would make me a murderer, and I don't want to be a murderer. It's my responsibility to help people with this power that I have. Because that's what my mom's telling me. Or Aunt May's telling me. And Dr. Strange's saying, this is the multiverse. They've already died. It's in their fate. We can't just send them. We have to send them back. Because they are going to die. That is what the calculations of the multiverse have said. If we don't, catastrophe could happen. Mm -hmm. And so we have this conflict of ideals. Both sides have a great argument. But, um, but neither is willing to give, which makes the reason why they have to sometimes use their fists or use their magic or whatever that more important. <laughs> and really, it wasn't even like they want to hurt each other. It's, I need to get the, the box 
away from the other guy. It's really all it was. It wasn't, yeah. let me just punch the shit out of you. <laughs> and I, I thought it was really cool how Peter kind of figured out how the mirror dimension was working. And how it's all math. Yeah, how everything's just fractals. And that's all it is. And it's just like, oh, okay. If I, I literally math. just let let the expansion of these fractals like bind uh, Doctor Strange, then like he's stuck here forever. Um, well, he didn't know how long he'd be stuck. Even says, I, I don't know how long he's in there for. Yeah. Um, and I'm honestly, what I, it doesn't show us how like Dr. Strange ends up getting out of it, but I would assume like his wet, his webs end up just not being, uh, durable enough to last forever. Mm-hmm. Um, that was great. Um, and then they go back and they go, is that when they went to Happy's place? Then, yeah, they release all the villains. They go to Happy's place. And they left, um, they Lizard left the, the, the dinosaur. Lizard. Dinosaur. Yoshi. <laughs> yeah, they, so Yoshi gets left in the car, and he's just eating people up and spitting them out like eggs. And Really, <laughs> this is the weirdest live-action Mario Brothers movie ever. <laughs> Chris Pratt wasn't even in it. <laughs> I don't like Mario didn't have a mustache. He kind of looked like a spider and he was shooting webs instead of fireballs. Like, and then dude, Dr. Mario. So we had the Mario versus Dr. Mario <laughs> fight. It was insane. Um, um, but yeah, no lizard was left in the car because obviously. Yeah. And, and then, I, I liked how, it was kind of noticeable for the whole time how Electro was like, no, I, I like, I feel this power. And like, he kept wanting like that power hungry drive. Right. You could still see that. Yeah. And that's because when he was before his powers, he was a nobody. He was, um, and then we get the entire fight where Spider-Man loses and he loses big. Yeah, and something that I had said to John Wayne uh, before watching the movie, I sent a message. I was like, what if Happy dies? Um, just kind of, I was thinking of Happy as like his Uncle Ben. Um, and I think Marvel did a really good job of showing us how Aunt May was Tom Holland's Uncle Ben. Yep. Even um, though he did have a Uncle Ben, we hear about Uncle Ben in um What If? That this Peter Parker did? Yeah. Because what if I don't know why I don't remember that. It, it's in the the zombie episode. Oh, that's why cuz I was not paying much attention in the zombie episode. Yeah. Um But yeah, so we get we get that and like Aunt May's death scene. It broke me. Yeah. That it was just so well done. And happy just like when he pulls up, like he instantly knew what was happening. Um Yeah, that was just that was just rough. 
It was in in a really good way. That was very well done. Um, yeah, I think it. We go from this really, excuse me, emotionally heavy scene. Where, I mean, I was crying. I don't, I don't know if Michelle was or not, but um, I don't know I was, <laughs> and then. We go to Ned and MJ with the Bucks, and they're like, should we, uh, I wish I could see Peter. And then, portals, and then we see Andrew Garfield. And instantly, our sadness is lifted. Mm-hmm. And Andrew Garfield and has stolen the show. He did it. I, yeah. I thought he was fantastic. I thought him and uh Toby. Yeah. Like especially how like Toby when he like we cuz like obviously everyone came from as far as the supervillains they all were brought time-wise like right before they died. Right. Toby and um Garfield we Kind of just see them come in as older versions of yeah, themselves. like in, in in like an ambiguous time. Like it's not like right before they die or anything. No, like and you see both of them. Like as somebody Grizzled. who's seen the movies, you well you see the aftermath of them after their movies. Yes, and kind of like so. Where are they now? <laughs> you know, like yeah, one of those of. type things. And it was so cool to see Where- Toby Maguire being like the father figure Spider-Man mm-hmm. to both of them really. Yeah. And Andrew Garfield being the bitter, well, he's bitter, vengeful. He, and being like, Hey, don't be like me. Yeah. And, um, it was, it, it was, they have such chemistry and I am, I hope, I don't think this is going to happen, but I would love, I would love, 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 for us to see more Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to happen because I believe Sony um, went back on their contract on a su- certain things and really burned their bridge with Andrew Garfield. Um, but man, it would be amazing uh, um, if if we could see him again. Yeah. Um I thought getting the two of them when they both show up, how they kind of mm-hmm. like they don't fight each other. They like both like do the same thing though, like kind of just <laughs> making sure that like they're not going to kill each other or whatever. Yeah. Um, cuz obviously uh Toby Maguire has dealt with Venom right already. So he's dealt with like that situation-esque stuff before. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Andrew Garfield is kind of just like, what is happening here? Yep. And then when they both are like, oh, no, we definitely know where Peter is. We don't know exactly where he is, but, like, we know he is in the place where he can go and be secluded from everyone. Yep. And, um, you know, MJ pretty much is just like, yep, I know where we're going. 
Um, yep. And then we get pep talk on the roof where, you know, with great comer. With, with, great oh, with, oh, I said it wrong. With great comer, powers response greater T. What? That's, well, because I said, instead of saying with great power, I said with great comer, because my brain was reading the words in my head in, like, the imaginary, like, sentence that I was reading in my face brain, and we're just going (laughs) to, oh, it's because I haven't had any coffee. I've been drinking my coffee the entire time. Mine's cold now. <laughs> um, Mine's got peppermint in it. Mine doesn't. So, you think it's yeah. the moment on the roof, and then they're all like, "All right, let's go save these guys." Well, hold they, on. I want to. I want to talk about this moment on the roof for a little. A little okay. Little yeah, second yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Like it. We really get like I know we talked about like seeing Garfield and uh, McGuire and how they're like kind of not morphing what is uh molding they're molding Tom Holland into the Spider-Man that they wish they could be yes in and, more ways than one really and, and like really having um i know everyone like wanted they were like oh it's going to be great when to or yeah when Toby Maguire comes back and he's going to say to Tom Holland like with great power comes great responsibility but Aunt May says it Mm-hmm. And how I think ha- having it may say it and then Toby Maguire finishes it when Tom Holland says it, like I think that was more powerful than they could have done if it was just Toby Maguire who said it because it really shows like the hey, we're the same, you know, between the three of them. Like that, that was the moment where they were like, we're not so different. Like we, they're, they've all gone through stuff and like they all understand how being Spider-Man is, except for the fact that, you know, uh, Toby somehow makes webs. Um, yeah, which they all thought was so cool. And yeah, I, I was curious if they were going to like retcon that or be like, you know, he makes his, you know, it's, but mm-hmm. no, it was, it was really cool for them to be like, whoa, you, like have that moment on the Empire or not the Empire State Building, but the Statue of Liberty where they're just hanging out, shooting shit. Yeah. I, I thought that was great. Honestly, all the moments of the Spider-Boys just talking like Spider-Boys do. Yeah, especially how they were in when they were all like making the um, antidotes for everyone. Yep. Like that that was that was pretty great. Yep. And like I it was so I Oh, I, we we missed something. Uh what? Ned is magic. Ned is magic. Um, that's pretty cool. Well, it's... I mean, part, part, part of it is magic. I well, yeah, don't because... remember what you remember in Doctor Strange. Yes, no, I do. Oh, I rewatched Doctor Strange a lot. But, like, the big thing about using the sling ring was you have to, like, like, obviously with Stephen Strange, it was like, oh, you can't make the sling ring work? Cool. We're going to put you on the top of Mount Everest and you, like... It's like you have to want it from like a different way, right? And I think Ned's love for Peter and like their friendship is kind of what 
drove the sling ring. Yep, and I think um, that um, the the fact I it sucks because of the ending that we're never I at least right now I don't think we'll see um, sorcerer Ned. No, I, I don't think, think we will. Would, well, at least not for a little bit. We might. Like they set that up. I I I I think I don't think we're gonna get like, all right. Ned's gonna become the next like person to uh, study like with Wong or with Strange. Depending um, on which school you decide to go to for Sorcerer Supreme. And like I I don't think that's gonna end up happening with Ned. Um. I think. I think we could see him using magic again, and. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's going to be like, yo, Ned is now a sorcerer. I mean, we'll see. I, I'm i not going to throw it out just because it'd be interesting for them to do. Um, for us to get this, this, the guy in the chair becoming a superhero. I think that'd be fun. Or even, like, you know, put him as a supervillain. You know? He said that he was never going to betray um, Peter. And he will never turn evil. But he kind of forgot that promise, didn't he? What? Remember, he's like, he was talking to, um... Oh! Oh! I see. I, I was like, what do you mean he forgot that promise? Yes. Now I see. Because he forgot that Peter Parker exists. Yep. Wow. I never thought of that. Mm-hmm. But, like, and, and that whole thing is, like, how much, like, does Strange remember that Ned is magic? Nope. I don't think so. Like, so is, so is every event of Peter Parker's existence just gone? But you not know, Spider-Man's. Like, but not Spider-Man's. Yeah. So it's it's very it's very interesting to think of it that way. I mean, does that mean Ned thinks that he helped Spider-Man in the battle for the Statue of Liberty? You know, it's like there's a lot of like mm-hmm. question marks on a lot of this stuff as to how it works, and I th- I don't think they're gonna like try to answer all of that. I think they're just gonna kind of be like. Yeah, no, they don't know who Spy like they don't know Peter Parker is Spider Man, so like all their interactions with both because they found out that Peter Parker is Spider Man, they don't have a recollection of. Yep. So, um the I loved how we're so the fight at the Statue of Liberty, mm-hmm. we get that one scene that everyone when the when the trailer dropped, they're like, There's three bad guys, but only one Spider Man. Like, and look at where their eyes are, and everyone's like, it's clear that there's two other Spider-Men that are, like, photoshopped out. Especially when <laughs> in um, the, I think it's the Brazilian trailer, um, Lizard gets kicked or something, like... Oh, they, yeah, they he, like, he gets hit by like, nothing. By nothing, and it's like, oh, that's weird. I even, like, looked at it, I'm like, oh, there's the kick, there's the, 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 the face turning the other way. Um, and I liked, the other thing I liked was that they were all, they were bad at working together. Yeah, and they, and they like, even said that, they're like, 
oh, we're bad at working together because we always work alone. And then Tom Holland's like, hey, I don't I'm an Avenger. Brat. I'm like, that's great. What is so you're in a band? Like a band? You're in a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I I got a I got a I got a meme I got to make. Oh, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, it's I thought that was all really cool and good yep. how they did that. Um. Let's see, and then. <sighs> Like then they they start curing people. Yeah, and um, we get uh, what's her name? MJ. Mm-hmm. MJ gets saved, and it's redemption for um Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield saving Gwen Stacy, or not being able to save Gwen Stacy. Yeah, and then uh, also I remember uh, from earlier, like he ca- both. Excuse me. Both of them, uh, both Tom and Toby, talk about their MJ, and yep. we kind of get uh, like you see that spark in Andrew Garfield's eye where he's like, MJ, like oh, like maybe I'm there's a chance for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's it's very you know, there's more. I I going to put this out there i think amazing spider-man 3 can now happen i think i don't think it will but i agree i I, agree i think it i i want it to and i think they should do it in the 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 universe where we have venom where we're going to have mobius i think that's the perfect pocket universe for some story like this to happen for for Sony to do their shit, but Marvel to to keep doing the MCU, you know. Um, but speaking of multiverses, um, once they save everyone, uh oh, actually before that, Peter was going to kill Green Goblin. Yes, well and. That moment reminded me so much of uh, U.S. Agent. Mm-hmm. And, like, I I really liked kind of the, not a, what is the, the parallelism of that. Like, it was just, like, so obvious. Um, well, I, 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 along with that, though, like, it felt, it was hard to watch. Yes, and th- and that's because, what I loved about it. Because the time that they were fighting the the uh the the Sinister Five, um, all the other times they were fighting them, it wasn't to hurt them; it was to save them. Yeah, they're like, we have these cures; we need to use them. And so each time they would like do something, it wasn't to hurt them; it was to try to help them. And now we have Peter Parker just slamming into, um. Green Goblin, and it's just... It felt wrong. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, oh, Peter, please don't. Thankfully, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man was like, nope. This is not what you want. I have killed my man before. It doesn't feel good. Yeah. You go down a bad road. Let me save you. 
Yep. And then, hold on, sorry, I have to adjust my hair. Ugh. Okay, and then we get um, the the beautiful toss from Andrew Garfield into the um, the vaccination of Green Goblin. Yep. <laughs> um, and then Spider-Man goes up. And the bad people, or the the multiverse is collapsing in on itself. Yep. And then, you know, goes to Doctor Strange, says, look, we'll do it, like, just get rid of my existence, essentially. Like, you know, he realizes that... They're all after Peter Parker. Yeah, he realizes that he has to make another sacrifice, really. Yeah. And... Because that's what heroes do. Yep. And from there, saying his goodbyes to everyone. Um, and him telling MJ, like, you know, I will find you and I will make sure you remember. Um, I'll explain everything. I'm really glad when, you know, all spell goes through. And, you know, I'm really glad after that he doesn't go up to her and be like, trying to explain everything right off the bat. Um, yeah, I thought that was really good. Uh, yeah. So, before we get into the end credits stuff. Yep. So, Spy uh, Tom Holland confirmed another trilogy in the MCU as Spider-Man. Tom Holland did not confirm that. No, Marvel confirmed it. No, Marvel did not. Sony confirmed it. The Sony CEO did. Oh. So they're going Wait, to do another... On. Yeah. But that'll they, be they... part of the MCU, correct, or no? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But they said that their partnership with Disney is far from over. Um, yeah. They said, we like money. Yeah. Which kind of sucks, because I'd want Disney to have all of it, but um, what, what, what I'm trying to get to, John Wayne, is, oh, actually, if it is Sony, so my my thoughts with it was that it wasn't going to be, like, another three Spider-Man movies at first, like, and that he was going to be a key role in three other movies, like, Young Avengers or West Coast Avengers-esque movies, um, but the way that, now that I'm thinking about it with Sony being in charge... They're probably going to be three Spider-Man movies. Right. I mean, he's still slated for, like, Tom Holland. His contract ends with one more unnamed, or I think he's supposed to be in Doctor Strange. I, Ruth Madness. Yeah, I don't know for sure, but. He, he's got one more film yes. in his current contract. But it's probably going to get renegotiated because Tom Holland loves playing Spider-Man. But he said it, he doesn't want to play Spider-Man in his 30s. Like, he doesn't think he'd be able to. And he, does not want to. <laughs> well, yeah, but... But, yeah, I mean, he like, obviously he will. I like I'm, yeah, I'm he'll, just, play, he'll play Peter Parker. I think what'll end up happening is kind of like what happens in the comics, at least the current comic run, where Spider-Man's there, but he's... He's basically a professor at a college. 
Um, he still does Spider-Manning, but he lets some of the younger Spider-Men, such as uh, Miles Morales, um, the Ghost Spider Gwen Stacy, um, from her own universe, she comes to to the main comic universe because uh, she needs schooling and she's an outlaw in her own universe. So she decides yeah. to take on the name Ghost Spider, and it's it's cute. She's she's good. It'd be but, really cool to see, like, Miles Morales and Gwen Stacy in there. God, I'd love that. Um, but, so I think the first place, though, that we're going to go with Spider-Man is because of that first end credits scene. We're going to get we're, Venom. We're going we're gonna to get Venom, and that's going to be Spider-Man's next movie, you know? They, they set it up. Um, I, think, I think we're going to get a Sinister Six a real Sinister Six Spider-Man movie. I think that'll be the end of the full trilogy. And I just I just want to point out, John Wayne, that mm-hmm. uh, football is life. Oh, yeah. Danny Rojas. Daddy, Danny Rojas. It was so uh, great. Seeing him, like, I turned to my mom, and I'm just like, football is life. She's like, what'd you say? I'm like, that's Danny Rojas, mom. Like, <laughs> My mom, so, so, oh, my God. Freudian slip there. Um. Michelle said, is, is that Danny <laughs> Rojas? And I say, what? No, that's uh, Eddie Brock. She's like, no, the other guy. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, it is Danny Rojas. So that was that was the Venom from the Venom movies, correct? Yeah, or... so did you watch No, uh, I've not. Garbage? End credits of, so you missed out on my entire rant that I had with Ben um, about Sony X Marvel. Yeah, and I, I didn't understand any of that. No, I, I listened to it, but I didn't understand any of it. So, end credits of um, Carnage, or Let There Be Carnage. Oh, oh you, you could explain this, and I still won't understand. It's weird. But I think we get a little bit more context now. So, Venom is laying in bed, or they're, they're like on a vacation, right? Because they need to lie low from the cops. Mm-hmm. Um, Venom says... That all symbiotes share a hive mind throughout the multiverse. And I can't even give you a bit of knowledge without exploding your brain on what's happening. So then, he's teleported to the MCU timeline. Because Venom is the shares the same mind as the Venom from uh Toby Maguire Spider-Man Remember they're both Venom Mhm So he know so he's another person that knows that Spider-Man or that Peter Parker is Spider-Man But instead of killing Spider-Man he decides Let's just drink in Mexico. Um, yeah. And so I was angry about that, and I'm still not pleased with it. Um, because, again, it's Sony trying to shoehorn their, their universe into the MCU. But 
Um, I I think we'll. I I I think I'm well. Okay, I am glad that they brought Venom back home. I think it's weird that they're introducing Venom to the MCU this way, but at least. I, we'll, we'll see how how you know Venom's going to be dealt with in the next Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. I I have strong feelings towards um, the Sony X Marvel collaboration. Um, I I think there's some good that came from it. I don't think that this movie could exist without um, Sony's involvement. No way home. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um. But in I yeah, it's one of those weird things, you know. Because I'd rather Marvel own all of Spider-Man. Yeah, I. I definitely think that with seeing the um that Venom, like I, I, I think it'll be really cool to see what Sony and Marvel do with the future of Spider Man. Yep. Um So before we get on to the last end credit scene, um, because that does not have to do with Spider Man, um, I wanted to make sure there was something somebody said I wanted to make sure we talked about. Was it in um, the spoiler? Oh, no, it was. Um, Mike said, so do we see Ned and MJ in the next one, or do you think they're done for a few movies? You said we. you think that Peter's going to keep tabs and like protect them and watch them. Yeah. I, I, I don't think – I agree with what Perry had said, where he thinks that they're gone and he leaves them alone. And I, I think that's kind of what we're going to see is that Peter – because – Peter got a um well I, I I don't know where exactly Marvel is going to go with the next movie for Spider-Man as far as timeline. Mm-hmm. Cuz like Peter has to get his GED. Yep. He has to um get a job. You know like he he's kind of just having to figure that stuff out. And I think what we might get to see is the um, photographer Peter Parker. We might, you know, because or, like or pizza delivery guy Peter Parker. Ooh, pizza delivery Peter Parker would be fantastic. Um, Uber driver, but yeah, Uber like driver, Uber Eats driver Peter Parker. Yeah, like we're yeah we're gonna get like I think we're gonna kind of see that side of it where it's next, but it's like timeline. They're not gonna just I don't think they can just pick up where they left off. No, they're not going immediately to. because like we have so much coming. We need to let it already. Simmer. Yeah, so I, um, that's why I don't think we're gonna see Ned and MJ in the next Spider-Man. Like as like key. Um, I don't think they're gonna be key supporting roles. I think they'll they'll make an appearance, but I don't think they're gonna be this like. No, I I don't think their role. I I well maybe. Here's the thing, when you have Peter Parker alone dealing with all the shit alone. You get Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. It's good, but it's not great. 
him trying to figure out things by himself. He doesn't have the actor has no one to work off of. Um and no one to act with. Um which is why I think the the MCU Spider-Man has been so successful. He's had Ned to work off of. He's had uh Aunt May, he's had Happy, he's had um eventually he has MJ um to kind of talk to and work with. Um the other thing is, well, it's kind of three-pronged with this next one. Um, Tom Holland and Zendaya are dating in real life. Yes. Additionally, um, Zendaya, huge actress name. If you're going to pay Zendaya money for her to be in a movie, it better... Uh, you better be using her. You know? Yes. And then, what's a Spider-Man movie if he's not protecting his friends? You know? Yeah. I I, I think it, it's just, it's hard to see where where they're going to go if, like, the two of the, if Ned and MJ are going to be key roles mm-hmm. in a movie without, like, really them figuring out the setup into that like that that's my my only thing on it yeah i i mean peter parker is going to be pretty lonely and the thing that i think will keep him going is that he still loves ned and mj mhm he ned is his friend and it seems like they've been friends for years. That type of thing doesn't just go away when one of the friends forgets the other one exists. Yeah. Peter will still remember him and still want to keep him safe. <laughs> then, with MJ, it's his... Well, it's not his first love, but it's his... He loves her. You know, it's... That also doesn't just go away. Um, as the saying goes, um, well, now I don't remember the saying. Uh, 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 if it ain't Baroque, don't fix it. No, um, something, something. Oh, 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 uh, time makes the heart grow fonder or, Mm -hmm. or something like that. You know, Peter's going to have a lot of time by himself. He's yeah. going to really, like, he's going to, his feelings for the MJ. Yes. Like, his feelings towards the idea of MJ is going to just grow stronger and stronger. Yeah. And I'm sure he's just going to swing by, pun intended, uh, check on MJ and then swing away. Yeah. Um. The right. other thing oh, yeah? that I wanted to talk about, like again, came from the the uh, spoiler chat in our Discord. Um, which is that um, TDR Dave said that Dave, Mike, I can't read Andrew. Dave. 
Oh my god, John Wayne. <laughs> that was funny. Continue. Um, the, the, that um, there are people posting about people trying to get through um, the multiverse to get to Peter Parker. Mm, yeah. And he said that there's Craven, there's Black Cat. Craven? So, I thought he said Kraken. Craven. Craven the Hunter. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah. Keep going. So I'm curious what you think about you know, the next you know, let's say that Venom's our next villain, right? Um and then he eventually goes to the MCU version of Eddie Brock. Um where who do you think comes next and do you think they come from the multiverse or from a homegrown villain can you say that again okay so we've already predicted that the next villain for peter parker is Is venom venom yeah well there's a trilogy of spider-man movies coming out after that Based on, you know, hearing that, oh, maybe Craven and Black Cat are trying to break through the multiverse to get to Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Do you think, who do you think, well, what do you think of characters like Craven the Hunter, whose entire purpose is <laughs> hunting people, and more importantly, uh, superheroes because they are the most dangerous game. Um, and Black Cat, who think of honestly, just think of um, oh oh Catwoman from Batman, and that is more or less the same character. Okay. It's like except well, Spider Man gonna... and uh, Felicity Jones, they know each other and. Uh, have relations. So basically you're asking me, do I think it's going to be one of those people or someone else? Yeah. Do you think it's going to be one of these people? And do you think that they come from the multiverse or from like, it's another villain from the MCU MCU? I think, I think they're going to come from the multiverse Okay. Because we still really don't know what Quantum Mania is going to be. Mm. Oh shoot, Quantum Mania is where Kang is in, right? Yep. I keep thinking that he's in um, Multiverse of Madness. Um, but so I think like we still really don't know all about this explosion of the timeline and everything. And how all of this is going to unwind. Like. I So I think. It's very possible they could come from. Other. M- like multiverses. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with. Venom now being in. The multiverse. Like I could see. That kind of leading to. What gives us multiversal um, characters in future Spider-Man. Um, I, I don't know for sure. I don't really have a good 
guess, but like my, my guess okay. is it's it's possible. So. So, I think I I'm actually opposite side. Um, I think what makes Spider-Man such a good hero and really good with like the screen and all that is how grounded his villains are. Like, think of Vulture, right? It was such a grounded experience to watch uh, Homecoming and get Spider-Man going to prom with the Vulture's daughter. You know? (laughs) Then look at Mysterio, right? He ends up betraying Peter, but more or less it's Peter trying to, you know, just hang out with another guy uh, who knows his secrets and powers and the responsibilities that he has to have up. And then yeah. giving that away. Then finally, with this one, it's the grounded part is why he's doing what he's doing. He wants to protect his friends. He wants his friends to have a normal life. He wants... He doesn't want the the problems that he has to become his friend's problems. Very grounded. If you say, okay, it's just some guy from the multiverse who hates Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Um, and wants to just ruin Peter Parker, Spider-Man's life. Because he's from the multiverse. Mm-hmm. And he's already killed that version's Peter Parker. It ruins... It becomes this larger experience, right? It's no longer like this friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. It's a a multiverse fighting end-of-the-world Spider-Man kind of thing. Um... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, so we get the trailer for uh, Multiverse of Madness. Yep. Um, I'm very glad that it looks like Scarlet Witch is not going to be the villain. It doesn't look that way. And but... it looks like uh, Ultimate Strange will be. From What If, which is amazing. Yes. Um, I couldn't tell if there were two Stranges, or yep. if that was like... Yeah. So it was two Stranges? It was two Doctor Stranges. Yeah. That's that's going to be absolutely phenomenal. Um, I, I like, I literally just got chills. <laughs> um, a- another thing with the trailers, they kind of confirmed it. Um... But it's great to see that America Chavez mm-hmm. um, yep. is going to be in the the movie. It's going to, um, I think. Oh, I think her, basically, um, Doctor Strange's love interest. She's going to be back. Um, what's her name? I don't know. 
I wanted to call the actress Amy Adams, and I'm not sure if I'm correct or not in that. I, I don't know. Um, I think I, I'm still not 100% sold that Wanda is not going to have some evil part in this. Yeah. I mean, it's um, definitely possible, but she's definitely not the She's not main. starting off as the villain. Yeah. And I th- I'm curious as to why, kind of, why is Multiverse of Madness happening, right? Doctor Strange closes the gate to the other multiverses by casting the spell to make everyone forget who is Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. I think that's a Band-Aid solution. And I think what's going to end up happening is the powerful wizard Ultimate Strange is going to end up escaping from his reality to another, or to to this one. Yeah. But then, you've watched all of What If, right? Yes. So you know that at the end, the Watcher gives the fight between... Um, uh, Infinite Ultron and uh, who's the other guy? I think it was Black Panther or um, Warmongering Black Panther. <laughs> he puts them inside of his universe, right? The mm-hmm. Ultimate Strange universe, which is very small, and says, "Watch them. Keep protect them." If Ultimate Strange leaves his universe, that's no longer protected, that's no longer being watched, Ultimate Ultron might be coming back to wreak havoc on the multiverse once again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I don't really know where it's going to lead with that other than, it, it really as to like why it's happening. Mm-hmm. Other than, you know, really just probably Ultimate Strange is, like, the key of, like, the reason why stuff is going to shit, essentially. Yeah. So. But I'm I, very excited for that movie. Yes. Cool. Anything else you have? No, I... You know, Andrew, I think we talked for an hour and a half. I yes. think that's 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 enough. Yeah, and I've had to poop for a while. Oh my goodness. I thought about sending you a message, but I decided not to. I'm glad you didn't cuz we talked a good bit. Yeah. So, that's just about everything. Um we are we've got some stuff planned for you rest. Going to have some cool stuff, probably a live stream. And yeah. That's all. All right. See y'all.